Hi, this is JR from Less Than Jake, and you're listening to Sunset Flip Radio. Thank you, fuck you, bye-bye, everybody. Thank you, JR from Less Than Jake, for that awesome drop, which we always play a lot because it's it's really good. Yeah, I noticed. I was like, didn't we just play that last week? Yeah, I mean, it's out of it. W-W-V, Javi, Tito, Santana. Well, as always, welcome back to Sunset Flip Radio, your number one podcast for the art and sport of professional wrestling. As always, I am the $100 man, Thomas Lisi. Join with not just the most handsome dad in the room, but a new name has been crowned this morning as we were talking about what time we're going to do the episode at 730. <laughs> yeah, so random. Well, well, I was making, I think I was making at work, I was making demi-glaze and soup. I asked my little Puerto Rican prince over here. Like, like demi-glaze from the Norse, like... No, real oh, yeah. Okay. yeah. The the number one, not just the most, not just the most handsome dad in the room, but my Puerto Rican prince, Mr. Alex Drayton. Alex, what's C- going on? See, C- see, <laughs> Alex can do the whole episode in Spanish, and I'll just try to. Uh... Oh man, I'm are you not... fluent? Hell no. I was gonna say, are you? Fluent if I grew up with my father, then I probably would be. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I say that a lot because I know it's the truth. I'm waiting for like that one episode. You just throw like three sentences in Spanish. And no, like, I know enough Spanish to get by with okay. context clues and like I can figure it out. Yeah, I know kitchen Spanish. Yeah, I know, Cuchara, I know, Cuchillo. I know a lot of kitchen Spanish, a lot that can't be repeated in a lot of places. Yeah, either, so. yeah, but no, but it's it's a new week here on Sons of Flip Radio. Uh, we came last week and we talked about uh, Survivor Series. <laughs> we came every week. We came every week. We, uh, we talked about Survivor Series, but... You know, we want to we want to do a little something different today. Where, well, I mean, right now we're simulcasting SmackDown because we're recording on Friday. So right now we have Shayna Baszler and Sasha Banks is wearing a wonderful nude color outfit in the ring. Um, I think Sasha's going to win, but we'll we'll throw some um, SmackDown, you know, little some results quickly, here and yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but we wanted to do something different because, I mean, here in Sunset Flip Radio, you know, we don't ever talk about what we're going to talk about. We may have a topic, we may talk about a superstar, we may do a satchel, we may talk about shows, but what... Oh, yeah, weren't we supposed to do that? Yeah, we were supposed to do it, but, you know, it's fine. I mean, we can do a satchel any week, but... <laughs> shit happens. Shit happens. But we do this because we're wrestling fans, right? We've been wrestling fans for a very long time. That's how me and Alex met for over wrestling. Lo- for the love of the sport. We met over locks platters on Sunday brunch, and we met over talking about professional wrestling. And bagels. And bagels. So... Why not talk about what the fans want or what the fans think of wrestling? Because we yeah, yeah, we do that. But like, yeah, we we talk about results sometimes, but and predictions and previews. But like, as fans, like everybody listening to us, wherever you get your podcasts, uh, we're gonna just shoot the shit as fans. Because I mean, you never know. In this podcast, you we may talk about something that other fans are thinking the same thing. And if you are, comment. Please comment on all of our social media outlets, but I I want to lead off. We're crazy, you know. Like our, our our takes are crazy, but a lot of other people feel the same way. Yeah, I mean, I have crazy takes. Like I don't like the New Day. That's my own personal thing. Alex doesn't like Hulk Hogan. I grew up watching Hulk Hogan. I wanted to be Hulk Hogan. We have takes about. You're not racist. No, I'm not racist. <laughs> I'm not, not a racist. racist. <laughs> um, we have takes about. Everything about why wrestlers got released, why are wrestlers oh. doing this, why is the writing like this. But the first thing I want to talk about, and we mentioned it before we even went on the air, was the AEW ECW esque 
homage to WrestleMania 22 between Edge and Mick Foley flaming table spot. Right? Yeah, which seemed very random and out of it nowhere did. It, and and out of place. A lot of a lot on, of fans on wrestling Twitter. Yeah. Like I, I follow that. I know you yeah. don't. No. Every the, it was like just a bunch of question marks and like a lot of memes of like why would you do this? What what's the point? Yeah, a lot of people didn't get it during this episode. You're gonna hear because all that came about. I'd say rather quickly. Yeah. you know. What now I mean? during this episode, you're gonna hear us repeatedly say. Did they mention what the fans? Because this is yeah. again, this is an episode. WTF? Yeah, what the fan? That's that's the name of the episode. We just thought of it five minutes and nine seconds in. We'll forget but, about it when we go to yeah publish this <laughs> episode. <laughs> but you're gonna hear us say what the fans because this episode is strictly what the fan, what meaning the me and Alex are thinking now. Again, we don't do the live shows. We're saving that for episode 100. If you're keeping track, this is number 88 of Sons of Flip Radio. Mm-hmm. It'll be two years for us in April. Um, so, again, the 100th episode, we're going to be doing a live episode slash possibly call-in episode, which would be interesting. Wow. Uh, we're going to try to do that, too. But in the meantime, what the fan, right? WTF, what the fans. Now, when I saw this spot happen, right, I saw the table. And I said, okay, a table spot. I didn't think of up in flames. Up in flames. Because, (laughs) in my opinion, the Andrade Cody Rhodes feud isn't really that. I'm not going to use the word interesting, but if it was Malachi Black and Cody Rhodes, that's different. It's not like blood feudy. You know what I mean? No, it's not. You're not there yet. No, you're not there. And AEW hasn't, I mean, maybe they did with blood and guts way back when, but they haven't established. Hell in a Cell should be the ultimate blow-off for a lot of these matches. We've talked about that before, yeah. So AEW, I don't think quite as established that. I mean, you can tell me if I'm wrong. They're still there. new, but I mean, you know, they had the. They ha- they'll find it. Yeah, they'll, you know, everybody finds their little niche. This is how we blow off feuds. We go to this match. This is our go-to. Okay. Now, like what AEW has done, like two examples: Britt Baker and uh, Thunder Rosa had their lights out match. Kenny Omega. Yeah, classic. Yeah, Kenny Omega and John Moxley did a lights out match, and then they also did the the infamous barbed wire. Um, oh yeah, the ring explodes match. So it to me it seems like they're taking like the really big feuds and just throwing the stipulation match. And like I, I was very happy that they didn't do that with Hangman and Omega because Hangman is a very good wrestler and he can hang with Omega. No pun intended. Yeah, <laughs> but to me. I mean, I appreciate a great table spot. I appreciate the fire because I haven't seen the fire since Inferno matches, since, like I said before, WrestleMania 22 with Edge and McFoley. You know what I mean? I know the Dudleys did it in ECW. I know a lot of people did it in ECW. But maybe I'm thinking as a fan that maybe AEW is trying too hard to be different than WWE. What do you think? I mean, the per- yeah, I... They've always been doing that. That's my personal opinion. Everybody knows I'm more of a WWE homer than I am for AEW, but I respect the other product. I do watch the other product. I appreciate the other product. I like how you call it the other product. It's, it, that it is. I mean, the we could product. see other products, but my, my rabbit ears have actual wrestling come in show, yet. but yeah. 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 <laughs> now, now, again, what the fan thinks is, me for me, if I want to watch entertainment, I'm going to watch WWE. 
Right. I'm going to watch NXT, even though NXT has had a great mix of both. Now, it's funny because I talked about... Those ladder matches this week on NXT. Very did good. Did you watch it? They were good. Very good. Braun Breaker held up pretty he did. well. For it was, it's funny because I was talking to my dad before the episode, not about Charlotte, but I was talking <laughs> to my dad and... Mandy Rose. <laughs> <laughs> She's interesting, dude. And he was telling me that he doesn't like NXT because he thinks it's boring. Well, Maybe. So he's watching it. That's yeah, so he's know. watching it, which is good, but... I asked him about the spot with Cody and Andrade, and he said that it did kind of feel out of place. Now, my father watches wrestling with me. He watches wrestling. He's not into it, obviously, as much as me, but I grew up watching wrestling with my dad, so he's more of the old school mind. If he, if he comes across it, he'll watch it Yeah, kind of guy. Yeah, right? I mean, yeah. he'll watch it. Like he'll, he'll, he'll keep in touch. We'll watch it together when we're hanging out, you know what I mean, because I grew up watching it with my father. Yeah, so he knows to expect to yeah. watch. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. He knows Mondays and Mondays and Tuesdays and Wednesdays and Fridays and sometimes Sundays and sometimes Saturdays. Now is wrestling. Every Basically day. every day except. Uh, I mean, literally, there is wrestling on every day of the week. There is. Just you know, if, if oof, I hope you're not watching every second of it, but yeah, I mean, again, damn, that's a long. You week. know, wrestling you fans, work? wrestling fans may watch every episode. There are fans out there that watch every episode. There's fans out there that watch every little segment or whether company it is but you know when i was watching that spot and it slowly unfolded where brandy Rhodes came in and and they you keep know, saying she, that that's brandy's first match back but it's not it's not i mean she never okay here's the thing with brandy Rhodes. she came in did they promote hold on i'm gonna cut you out go did ahead. they promote um roads to the top at yeah. all. Oh, they did. Then there you go. No, they that had they, a lot to do with they it. Had the com- you know they it. had the commercials during And I guarantee you they were recording backstage too. Absolutely. So that might end up on the season. Absolutely. All I right. mean I know So season... there there's our there's our tie in there. So that's why that this kind of came about. But go ahead. Yeah. I mean I know that episodes have aired, but maybe they're filming the second season and I mean Cody Rhodes did take a hard bump. It's funny because when you watch They keep it, showing his back, I've seen his back. Yeah. When you watch the spot happen, Andrade doesn't go through the table. He does. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's very weird. Yeah. Yeah. If you blink, you lose who's actually going through the table. Yeah, Yeah. it's Cody that goes to the table. Andrade takes a takes a suplex where most of his body is off the table. But you did you see? Cody goes through all. Did you see how the ember was on his chest? Yeah. And like he had like brushed it off real quick. Mm -hmm. Now, if this is a sign for AEW to be different than WWE, to me as a fan, I think it's a little bit of a stretch because if I'm AEW, right? If I'm Tony Khan. And if I'm these guys in AEW, I know that WWE is not going to pull that out of their hat right now with what they're doing. Yeah. Right now, what they're doing is they're eliminating a lot of, you know, extra fat off the top, right? Yeah. They're they're doing uh, they're I doing feel repetitive like if they matches. Did do these table spots in WWE, it would be gimmicks so much that like the fire would seem fake. Yeah. You know. You know. Just remember the fiend. There you go. That was the last yeah, fire thing that we yeah, saw, right? That was the last time I saw the fire, you yeah. know, and like my favorite wrestler got lit on fire. And did you see that they that they made a burnt fiend yeah, elite figure? I, did, yeah. I gotta buy it because I have to get it. You have to finish your collection. Yeah, to finish my collection with the last figure ever made for the fiend. But you know, I don't think that as a fan that the, that AEW needed to dial that up because they're doing a fine job of being different than WWE and NXT. They're telling better stories. I mean, that Sting match, Sting had a match, right? Well, yeah, him and Darby against the Gun Club. Yeah, I heard it was really well. It was and good. His, his face paint is nice and cool now. It's he different, yeah. He, yeah. he matched, he matches Darby. matched with Darby. Yeah. 
And I'm kind of surprised that Billy Gunn is with his son Colton, and it's not Austin Gunn and Colton Gunn. Austin's the one who has... Austin's the smaller one, the shorter one. Yeah. Uh, Colton's the taller one, yeah. I think Austin was the one who had some stuff kind of appear from years ago on Twitter. Oh, really? Where he dropped the N-word and uh, stuff, that's so good. that's probably Let why. me tell you something. Billy Gunn, 58 years old? Phenomenal Huge. shape. Jack. I, oh, man. We totally missed the fact, but Sasha Banks won with a roll-up. And now Happy Corbin is coming out. Oh God, kill me! Um, with Mad Cat Moss, eventually. What the hell kind of? Yeah. Oh God, Jesus! He went from TGI Fridays to the guy, um, like on Richard the Jungle like, Cruise, like Richard Grieco from Night at the Roxbury. Yes, Richard Grieco. Yeah, he's wearing shorts. I never seen him. Look, his legs are all tatted up. But no, like I mean, I really appreciate AEW. I appreciate the storylines. I appreciate the matches. I appreciate the fact that. They have wrestlers that you see on Dark and on Elevation, but they actually get a shot. Tony D'Angelo could be doing this gimmick right now with these mm. guys. No. No? No, Tony D'Angelo, it's, he's very green. Very green. But um, Happy talk. I, I appreciate the fact that they're bringing these guys up on these smaller shows to dynamite matches. Like CM Punk had a match against Lee Moriarty, which was very good. Uh, I thought it was a very good match. It went like 15 minutes. And, I mean, obviously, we all know CM Punk was going to win in the MJF well, commentary. Well, that's to put over new put talent. Put over new talent. You know what I mean? He beat Darby Allen. He beat uh, Will Hobbs. He beat Lee Moriarty. He beat um, QT Marshall. He, you know, CM Punk, is he's wrestling a lot. You know what I mean? And, and you got to appreciate that. And also, you got to appreciate the schedule he, he, that, Daniel, he, that Brian Danielson's wrestling doing. wrestling and winning. Yeah, he's not going to lose for a while. If he loses to MJF, I will be fine with that. I will be perfectly fine with him losing to MJF. It's, I feel like it's supposed to be that way. I think that should be his first loss, now, to be honest. He, now, here's the thing. Do you think that AEW thinks that MJF is the future? Because I can see MJF in WWE. I can. He's actually better suited for WWE. I think I, think I can see him in WWE. Yeah, that's... I, he has the not on NXT in WWE. Correct. He has an old school territory Ric Flair gimmick, yeah. right? We haven't seen that. We haven't seen a guy. And talk. he's not. And he's not like, oh my god, all that out there. If that makes sense, you know Do what you, I mean? Like with with what he's saying or whatever. Yes. To answer your question, yeah, a thousand percent. Does this give you flashbacks of when The Rock debuted? When he was the corporate champion, wearing the gold chains and the silky shirts of him talking. You're talking about MJF. Yeah. Yeah, to an extent. To an extent. Yeah. I think that MJF is more harsh with the words because I think that's what he's trying to do. He's in like AW. a cross of the corporate uh, corporate rock meets the Miz. Yeah. It's about, I, he's I a, think that's some people call him the poor man's Jewish, Miz. Yeah, the Jewish Miz. I mean, yeah. Yeah, speaking of, I mean, there was we had some AEW speak this week. We did. And we had WWE on, on talking Raw. AEW. Right. Last week to set up this week for month. Uh, CM Punk dropped the Miz's name. Yep. Called him a poor man's Miz, whatever. And Edge called out the fact that Morrison got released. Yeah. Right? He, yeah, he's know. like, well, you're off doing that and your friends are getting fired, I think he said. Yeah. Something like that. Remember, Bo- Becky had dropped a line. Uh, no, not Becky. Excuse me. It was um, uh, Liv Morgan had dropped a line, too, about some stuff. And some of it wasn't received too well, from what I heard from backstage mm-hmm. reports. Like, some of them were kind of like, it was a little low. You see, that's the thing that the WWE has to get over because... If they want to be in a competition, now, again, 
I don't know what, what McMahon's thinking. McMahon can be thinking of selling the company. He can be trying to go for the for the jugular against AEW. Right now, I think what they're trying to do is they're trying to establish a final roster where they get everybody out that they want to and they can establish feuds and establish talent that they have who they see as kind of the future. Mm. Because like right now, they're relying on... Ed, think about it. You're still relying. On You're still relying on Edge, and you, when you advertise Mysterio, when you advertise Edge and Brock Lesnar, who at the peak of their career was on, were in on the back half of forty, right? Yeah, the peak of their career was during what the uh, Lesnar beat the Rock to become the youngest champion of all time. Mm-hmm. Edge's title run started a New Year's Revolution when he beat John Cena and cashed his money in the bank after he won that WrestleMania 21. This is 16 years ago. 16 years ago. And 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 they're going they're going back to that well. But like we always say why are they doing that? We got to think about well, the that's fact been that been WWE's thing for exactly to, uh, forever. How long Literally. have they been doing this for? Uh, every year since I've been a fan. Yeah. You know. It's just part of their their DNA. So it's being advertised right now that Brock Lesnar is going to face the winner of Roman Reigns or Sami Zayn at day one on January 1st. Obviously, it's going to be Roman Reigns, in my opinion. Uh, we already have a match. Well, we can talk about this now because I we instantly talked about it before we went on air, but we do have a match at day one. We have a triple threat match for the WWE Championship between Kevin Owens... Seth Rollins and the champion Biggie. Now, if that wasn't for a title, that'd be a great match. But we know because it's for a title, it just changes everything for the fact that you know who's going to go over. Absolutely. You know, it, it, wrestling WWE isn't for people like us. We still watch it. I yeah. still love it, and that's why we talk about it. Yeah. But we're smarter than what we're we're hip to what they're doing. Obviously, he's hip there to, to be square. The, yes. Hip to be square. <laughs> Where he's there to eat the pin. That's where we're Kevin Owens at. is. Kevin Owens, correct. Because what they're doing with Seth Rollins is they're reestablishing his character. Because, yeah. again, Seth Rollins, right? We he, always talk he, about... He's doing God's work right now. If you want to talk about the pillars of WWE, like there right now, like, like we talk about the four pillars of AEW, which I don't agree with that much, is Jungle Boy, MJF, Darby Allin, Sammy Guevara. Okay, because they're young, right? Jungle Boy hasn't been a champion. He's never won a title. Mm-hmm. Uh, nor has MJF, even though he's won the diamond ring. But um, Jungle Boy, in my opinion, is is fourth in that list because just what they're doing with his character. I mean, they're having him stick with Christian Cage and and Jurassic Express. But when when can you take him seriously as a singles competitor now? Because to be established in that pillar, like MJF and Darby Allen and Sammy Guevara, Sammy Guevara broke away from the inner circle, became a TNT TNT champion when he beat Miro, mm-hmm. like David versus Goliath. Now, if we had to pick four pillars of WWE right now, and these four pillars, they're not young. Remember, they're not young, okay? I'm not going to say Braun Breaker is a pillar. Not at all. Know what I mean? Seth Rollins is one, okay? Seth Rollins, in my opinion, is just a phenomenal talent in and out of the ring, but yet he carries himself so well with his gimmick that he... He separates he, himself from everybody else. Yeah, he instantly was, does. It, it, I mean, it was definitely seen last week when he got attacked by that fan. Didn't break his character, kept it going, and keeps referring back to it. He yeah. referred back to it later that night when he came out because he was faking like he was looking around to make sure nobody was coming for him. 
And he did it again this Monday when he came out. Absolutely. And and he he's going to drag that out a little bit. I mean, you know, one week of that is fine. You know what I mean? One week of that is fine. Yeah. So on Happy Talk, we have Drew McIntyre that's going to be uh, um, interrupting this talk. And looks like Happy Corbin is you trying to get You know how much weight that. Baron Corbin has lost since NXT? Yeah. Like, he, he actually looks really he good. He looks good, yeah. All these guys are in good shape. So, so getting back to Pillars, right? Pillars for WWE. Who can we think of? I mean, Seth Rollins is one of my Seth favorite. Roman, yeah, Charlotte, mm-hmm. and that fourth one. That fourth one is interchangeable. Those three can't be broken. The first three that I mentioned. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know that that fourth one is a little hard. If you want to say pillars, you know what I mean. Oh, now everybody's taking the shirts off. Oh, Jeff Hardy. Jeff Hardy with no face paint. I like him better with no paint, in my opinion. Um, everyone just took their shirts off. <laughs> Drew McIntyre is in ridiculous shape. Fucking huge. He is huge. I'm, I mean, you probably could throw. Drew you could in throw there. Drew in there. Now it's funny because we didn't mention Big E. We didn't mention Kevin Owens. Yeah. We didn't mention. And then that's no Becky knock. Lynch. That's it's, not a it's knock, no knock on them. to them. It's not a knock on them. It's kind of like the WWE is kind of like, what have you done for me lately? And what are you going to do for the, me in a the minute? The pillars are interchangeable. Yeah. Some of them are. Some of them are. I mean, it's, we're not like AEW where we make shirts out of it and all this stuff. And they have a four-pillar shirt in AEW that you can buy. And, you know, you know what I mean? But, you know, I'm a huge fan of Seth Rollins. So Pat McAfee is the fourth. Yeah. <laughs> I am a huge fan of Seth Rollins just because he is one of the only few guys that you can have him go with anybody and it works. Yeah, you know what I mean. Every single time, you can't put Happy it's Corbin. Convincing. Yeah, you can't put Happy Corbin with like Kofi Kingston. You know what I mean? Like I, that that wouldn't be interesting. You know, like do I really want to see? Like I I I enjoyed Seth Rollins against Edge. I enjoyed Seth Rollins going up against Big E. I enjoyed Seth Rollins and Rey Mysterio back then, and even with Dominic Mysterio. Remember that Seth Rollins was the first guy that Dominic Mysterio fought. You had a guy greener than shit go mm. into the ring against Seth Rollins. I mean, who else are you going to put him with, though? That's the only one that yeah, kind of You know what sense, I mean? Though, but, yeah. You're not going to put him with anybody else. That's your guy. So, so right now, maybe Seth, Maybe AJ Styles. Seth Rollins really is the gatekeeper. AJ Styles is just falling down the links of WWE. Yeah, well, he's on he, he's on his home stretch there. It's, Again, and it's he, well known. I think that he needs one more run. Give him one more I run. I think he's got one more run. He's got him. one more run 100%. in him. 100%. One more run in him. I guarantee you. Uh, you know what would put uh, butts in seats? AJ Styles versus Roman Reigns. Yeah. You you want to be a really good surprise if AJ Styles wins the Royal Rumble, but it's not going to happen. Because I, I already know. Up. I'll sign up for that. I already know who's going to win. If if Brock uh, Lesnar doesn't beat Roman day one, then Brock Lesnar won the Royal Rumble. You can dial it up now. I can say in 42 different languages. Tell me what that is in Spanish, and I'll say it right now because I have no idea what it is, but that's what's going to happen. Okay. To you are going Zaya Lee's debuting next week as a face, by the way, I heard. But Yeah, her whole storyline cartoon a comic book thing is, is face. Yeah, there's yeah. no way she'd be to to get the easiest way to book Roman and Brock at WrestleMania would be to have Brock win the Royal Rumble. Yeah. Hands down. You have to do that. It's the easiest way to get from point A to point B. It is. Because remember, WWE is not afraid to have a veteran or a legend or a Hall of Famer like Edge win the Royal Rumble. Because he already did. They're not afraid to. They're not afraid to dial that up. Because the, again, the WWE, they're sticking to the blueprint. It's what are you going to do for me 
now and what are you going to do for me in a couple months? Mm-hmm. They can throw any name in. If they want The Undertaker to come back and win the Royal Rumble, sure. If they want John Cena to come in, sure. It doesn't matter. They're not going to have anybody like, you know, give me a name. Kevin Owens will never win the Royal Rumble, in my opinion. Would be nice. again, it, would, again, it would be it, very it, nice. It would be. That's something that what it'd the be, fans it, would want. It'd be nice if he won it. I'm looking at Finn Balor over here on the wall. It'd be nice if he won it. Yeah. What the fans would want with that. You know, that that's what they would want. Right. You know, as a fan, as I'm watching this Raw commercial, I would want Liv Morgan to be a WWE Women's Champion. Okay. I'm because actually, I'm actually into this, this I, match with them. Yeah. I really like Liv Morgan. I, I do too. They 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 really seem to be coming into their own with her too. As as she is also on the microphone, they have a little bit more faith in her, and are letting her kind of go. Get yeah, her moment. and they just announced Big E versus Kevin Owens in a cage match next week. And I hope that they steal and she actually takes that moment and runs with it. Yeah, because I, Becky's gonna let her get over. Becky Becky's would. gonna win. Yeah, but. You know she'll get over because of Becky, so that that's the point here. It's kind of like what Ty Conti did with with Britt Baker. Yeah, Ty, she I, I watched that match. She Ty Conti, yes, she Liv Morgan's gonna get the rub because remember, Liv Morgan had a very very crazy wrestling career. Remember, she was like the last one to get like drafted. She, yep. she was the last one drafted, but she was like the oldest NXT veteran to get drafted or something like that. She was in NXT for a very long time. So was Aaliyah. Who yeah. just got drafted. And then she got lost in the sauce of the Riot Squad. Two, two-thirds of that group get get released. They just mentioned that on TV yeah. on Monday. They get released. And then all of a sudden, Liv Morgan's getting singles matches. I really wish she won Queen of the Ring. Maybe this is like her little gift for that. But, you know, she captained a team of five the other day on Raw. She's going to have a title match against Becky Lynch after yeah. winning a qualifying fatal four-way. It is. You know what I mean? They're telling the story of Liv Morgan well. And Liv Morgan, remember, was in the Money in the Bank that Nikki Ash won where everybody wanted yep. Liv Morgan to win. All yeah. the fans wanted Liv Morgan to win. because the They like, know it's time. Liv Morgan she's, to me. She's worked her ass off, too. New Jersey's own, by the yeah, way. Yeah. Liv Morgan to me is getting like the rub that Daniel Bryan did and Kofi Kingston did when they won the titles at wow. WrestleMania 30. That's what I wow. feel like. Wow, that's big. That's big. That's huge. what I feel like. Honestly, can you really name a woman right now in wrestling that fans want to see more as a champion than Bianca? But but, but we already seen that. Yeah. We already saw Bianca. We already saw Sasha. We already saw Bailey. We already saw Oscar okay. and Nikki Ash. You're and wearing Rhea an all-white T-shirt too. I am too. Yeah. Let's bring this to the party. Let's yeah. Dance. Let's go. But honestly, if you want to be different, if you want to have a change in WWE, am I saying that Liv Morgan's going to beat Becky clean? I don't think so. But, I mean, if they really did, that would be a shock and awe moment. It yeah. absolutely would be. Becky, I think, will lose her belt before Roman loses his belt. Absolutely. Absol- Roman's going to have the belt for a long time. <laughs> Remember, Becky Lynch, no, Nikki lost to Charlotte. Do you think? In like two weeks. It was like two weeks when she was champion for. Yeah. Yeah. Because they yeah, see they kept the like money. Threat. Yeah, they kept they see the money in Charlotte. Charlotte is the best women's talent in wrestling. I don't care what anybody says. That's a fan's approach. What the fan thinks. I am a fan. Do you know how many more doors would be open if she wasn't around? I hate to say that. But Absolutely. as a hypothetical. She's an 11-time champion. She's fucking phenomenal. Yeah. You know what I mean? Now, number two on that list is interesting because I can go Britt Baker. I'll throw Britta too. You know what I mean? 
There's a there's a couple women in NXT and AEW. I love Chris Statlander. I really like her. Yeah, she just lost last night. I know she did. I'm, I was you, very upset You called about her that. to win it too. I yeah, I did. You said that. I was very upset. I mean, I really like Chris Statlander. I really like her. I, she's she's a strong woman. So a I, strong woman. Since she lost, I think it's going to be Thunder Thunder Rosa who's going to win. Uh, she's got to be Jay Cargill. Yeah, that's tough because she's all over the place right now. Yeah. I mean, all over the place. Like, she's on a lot of promotional stuff. Yeah. Um, a lot of things going on on Twitter. Every, uh-huh. She's in it and videos I mean, and this, that, and that. That, and she's in phenomenal shape. She's a you know attractive woman. You know what I mean? Like she she, can, she has the look. I mean, Thunder Rosa is a fan favorite. You know what I mean? Ruby, I would have gone even it though. It came and gone. Even the, though the Stat- fan favorite yeah. thing came and gone with you know within two to three weeks after she debuted over there. Even though Statlander and the Ruby, flavor, she's a flavor of the week, man. Yeah, I hate. She is. I don't like saying that, but she, you know what about her too? I don't know if you noticed this. She's very dramatic in the ring with her facial expressions. Yeah, Have you ever noticed really? that? Well, it's also like her, makeup uh, too. her eyes I mean, bulge yeah. out. You know what I mean, and all this shit. But like, I mean, that's just part of her look. Yeah, you know, which you know, her look is her look. Yeah, it is. But I mean. Chris Statlander and Ruby Riot both got the treatment of having a women's match for the title against Britt Baker at a pay-per-view. Ruby's was different because she won the uh, six Battle months Royal. ago. I would I wouldn't have said that about Britt Baker, but now you could say that about Britt Baker. Is the I mean Britt Baker's got articles written up. She is being built up as the she, next big. thing. She's the face of the women's division. She's Correct. the face. Of, she's the women's face of AEW. Rightfully she's so. She's being spoken by CM Punk in every fucking promo that he does. He is. You know what I mean? And the fact that her husband's there or whatever boyfriend, it just you know, Probably it, actually it just helped. Even it just more. keeps building up for Britt Baker, and for someone to beat her, that's tough to find. Honestly, because right now Rio beat her on a roll-up for a non-title match. So Rio, the first women's champion, mm-hmm. is going to be getting another shot as to, to be Rio a two-time. Because it was Rio versus Nyla Rose, right? For that, for yeah. that women's championship yeah. at first? Yep. yep. And then um, Ny- Nyla Rose beat Rio. And then mm-hmm. Hikaru Shida, then Britt Baker. Right. But, I mean, as you know, if we're debating on this on this TBS um, title... Right, this uh, this TBS uh, championship match where we have four women left. We have Thunder Rosa, we have Jay Cargo, Nyla Rose, and Ruby Soho, which I do don't agree with Ruby Soho. You know what? What the fan? What what do they think? To me, if you want to make the belt different, I think you put it on Cargill. But again, maybe Carg like to me, Cargill is like it's okay. It's a brand it's, new. It's belt. a woman's. She, she's it's, a squash woman wrestler. Yeah, you don't see that. That it's much. a brand new belt that you can. You don't need to put anybody established on it. You can establish somebody with that. Yeah. to establish themselves. Remember the as first, well as that championship. The first women's champion was Rio. No one knew who the fuck Rio was. I didn't know. You know what I mean? Still don't. Yeah. <laughs> Still don't. You know what I mean? But. Like who? Who do you want to see as the first TBS champion? Takes pop it out. Wait, what? His balls are out. Who? <laughs> Angel Garza. Yeah, uh, there you go. Now the we camera got, full of ass. Right yeah, there. we got we got Rick Boogs doing a solo. Boogs. We got Rick Boogs doing a solo. This is gonna cost him the match. Uh, no, we're not a roll up. That's Two the roll second. Up in a while. That's the second match that has ended in a roll up. That is fucking crazy. Okay, so what the fan thinks. Why are we doing so many roll-ups? 
I want to know what the roll-up counter is. Did you ever see that on Facebook on the 434? Oh, I didn't know there was one. See? Yeah. No, there's a guy who... who um, Good for him. He's doing the Lord's work. Yeah, I think like it's like a meme of a guy, but like the number goes up every time. <laughs> you know what I mean? So the war... Look at this. The Viking Raiders are getting in the face of Boogs and Nakamura. I hope the Viking Raiders turn right here. Let me see him turn. I had to take a swig of water. I'm I know. Sorry. I'm getting all hot and heavier right now. Oh, come on. So, there, what are they doing? There's, there's a couple other. There's some big fucking dudes. They're gonna fucking. Dance oh, there. oh, they're playing guitar, so they, you know, they like to hear that shred. Oh, it looks yeah. like they're about to beat the shit out of them. Maybe, now. maybe they're doing the. I mean, we can't listen, but maybe they're doing the Raiders uh, theme, and Pat McAfee's jumping on a chair. And please fall down, Pat McAfee. No, Pat McAfee is a god among men. Oh, they're gonna, they're gonna clothesline shit out of him. Please put him through a fucking table. Give me a fake. Give me a heel turn to the Viking Raiders. They were awesome in NXT, by the way. Yes. Phenomenal in NXT. Short but, stay. Short stay. Yeah, of, oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Match flow, whatever. So I didn't see that coming. I, I want to I bring something up about you know what the fan thinks about something in, in WWE right now. Yeah, because we, we spoke a lot about AEW, actually. What do, you, what do you feel is going on with Damian Priest? I, I, I don't know where I, the character change happened, to be honest. I get it. He was full blown heel at Survivor Series pre show. The yeah. fact that it was a pre show match, by the way, is very disrespectful for both of those wrestlers. Oh, absolutely. For but, those two champions. Um, I mean, thinking about his name now, Damian Priest, I'm like, how come, how come I never put those two and two together a long time ago? So thinking about that, okay. I understand what they're doing now because it's a heaven and hell thing. Damian, if you've ever watched Omen, no. the scary movie Omen, um, he's basically the devil's hellspawn. Okay. And um, so his name is Damien, and priests is priests. Priests are godly, whatever. Yeah. So they're doing this heaven and hell sort of uh, Jekyll and Hyde sort of good and bad deal with him right now. I, I'm i indifferent about it because I like him so much. I don't prefer it. I don't like the character um, that they have right now. I, I like to live forever, Archer of Infamy rock god kind of deal mm -hmm. i thought that was pretty cool like lead singer of like disturbed yeah because then oh they're on different shows because then i'm looking here's tony storm on her tv she's a smoke yeah yeah ass for days she got cheeks for weeks she does um so she's portrayed as like why the wild put, child of put, the 80s but she wasn't born in the 80s her. yeah it's funny because her ass is huge looks like dude. she lost some weight too she's a little thick she was a little thicker She's thicker than a snake. Yeah, no. <laughs> Put her on my TV, boy. Put it on the board. Um, no, I mean, like, my opinion of Damian Priest is he's kind of just, like, riding the wave. You know what I mean? I don't see anybody in that mid-card division on Raw that can really... I mean, he beat Apollo Crews the other day, but I mean, like... So that, that feud's going to carry on for seven months? Oh, God. <laughs> you Apollo know. Crews, whose accent gets thicker as the weeks go by. Yeah. Um, I would, boy. You want to know what I would like to see? I would like to see Kevin Owens and Damian Priest. That'd be really good. So I mean, they, for, those two literally can beat the shit out of each other in a steel cage for yeah. all I care. I mean, for 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 Kevin Owens, remember Kevin? If Kevin, we're Owens, in a ladder match, actually. Yeah, if, I, I'm a I'm a ladder match guy, just because me I don't like ladders. Like I'm gonna put my lights up this weekend, yeah. and I have a ranch house. When I'm I get up to the middle fights. rung, I'm like, eh. Mm -hmm. That bloodline shirt in red is fire. That's all I gotta say. I about know. That I want. I like the white one. I couldn't get the white one. Now yeah. it's available. 
Yeah. Uh, they're all cool. They're all not. I mean, Usos are just straight fire, too. Um, again, the Usos will be champions for as long as Roman is because you can't kill the Bloodline feud. We all talk about that. Right. Plus, that, that shirt cool. is too new. And Christmas yeah. is coming. <laughs> yeah. If they came out with a green one, that'd be awesome, too. Well, here, here's the thing. These other things that are that we're talking about, like this. There's so many they can't factors. Lose. They, because the merch and all this stuff. Normal people, little you know, kids, I don't expect them to think what we think. But these things that we think about change the whole game for us and how we view wrestling and how we watch it as fans. Yeah. We're part of the problem also. So let, yeah. let, let's call a spade a spade. Wrestling fans but, but, can be but, God's but, gift, yeah. and they can be the curse. But at the same time, we're chefs by day, but struggling podcasters at night, so we can talk about this. Yeah, that's true. We are. I, I mean, guess we're you know, oddly we, we, we spend an hour to an hour and a half a week talking about getting wrestling off our chest, and you know, there's no other better episode than just to lay this lay, to lay these hot takes right now. But to lay to lay the SmackDown. Yeah, to lay the SmackDown. I think I think the only way that the Usos are going to lose those belts is if Roman costs them the title in some way. Well, then that's going to send you down a rabbit hole of uh, oh, breaking the bloodline uh-huh. up. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then and then when you whenever you're going to throw the rock in, so there you go. Who the hell beats them for it? Who? Nobody. Book yourself into a corner. You, can't. you know, you, you, for, you for everybody. Yeah, you have to. Where do we go? How do you get out of this corner? You have to see a left and a right. You know, what now, I mean? you can't just now be over that. Here. What Alex just explained to everybody out there is probably what a lot of you fans are thinking is. Does the WWE book themselves into corners too many times? Have they booked themselves into a corner with Roman Reigns? Part of me wants to say yes, but the other part of me wants to say no. I'm leaning I'm, more. I'm, I'm a, I I have that same feeling with you because I can see where they can get out of it. Yeah. But then realistically, you're like, are they? Is he really gonna lose to that person? I'm sixty forty no to yes, and I'll tell you why. Because Roman is putting quality matches on against different people. Remember, let's just let's just go through it's the names. It's not like he's having shit matches and he's carrying this title and he's no, holding he's it hostage. No, he's not. Everything he's done is a banger ever since he came back. With the exception of how he won it, which I didn't agree with because he took because the belt off my guy. Boy. Yeah, right, of course. And he, so, pinned, so. and he pinned Braun Strowman. But let's look at the names that he's gone through, right? He did beat Jey Uso because that was to set up his feud or whatever. So he went through Kevin Owens, he went through Cesaro, he went through Finn Balor, he went through Daniel Bryan, he went through Edge, he went through, who else? Did, did I forget anybody? Brock Lesnar. Bork Laser. Yeah, you know what I mean? He went through basically every top guy that SmackDown had before the draft and after the draft to be champion. Mm-hmm. Now, what he's doing, which I don't agree with, is he's winning these matches in non-dominant fashions. Where well, that's that heel side. Where yeah, you but can he do doesn't that. need that. You have to establish him as the guy to win. He to dominate every fucking match. He's acts all right. So has he dominated every match? No. Ha, lately, has he won kind of clean by himself? Yes. Yeah, but has but he, at first it wasn't like that. No, and that's right, and that's fine that way because you want to establish him as that. This is the kind of heel that he's going to be. Yeah, but then you when you find your yeah. angle, then you can go from there. And that's what we've been seeing the last few matches with Roman on these last big pay-per-views. He's doing it by himself. Yeah, but on Raw, he seems like... I mean, on SmackDown, he's acting like a vagina. That's fine, because when it counts, is, is on the pay-per-view. On the yeah, I know, but, but to get the fans in, to get the viewers in, to get the numbers for Fox, to get the money in, you know, you don't want your top guy fucking needing yeah. the Usos to be King Woods. Yeah. You know what I mean? You don't need 
that to happen. You, you just don't. Yeah. Because what he is doing. And right now we're also in a time where we're just kind of trying to keep him healthy and trying to just get through the months to when we get to the big Yeah. Remember, like we mm. always say, the lull of professional wrestling. Right now, we're in the lull, okay? Yeah, January's coming. Go, we don't know where this whole month is going to go. i got to be honest, because there's no pay-per-view. Yes. They're going to be putting stuff on free TV, which we, we know with the women's uh, match on Monday. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess this match technically tonight, not that that's any I mean, that's but... that's a play out of AEW's book. Remember, in two weeks, at winter is coming Winter's on coming. TNT. You're going to have Brian Danielson against Hangman Adam Page for the title. Yep. That is a pay-per-view match. Well, because their pay-per-view isn't until February. Revolution, no? Yeah, right? Revolution, yeah. I really hope Hangman wins, which I think he will. Because He's I think... not going to win and lose it. Like I mean, who knows? It's AEW. It's too new to kind of find trends with them. But... Yeah, but Dana Bryan's been fucking fire. Forced forced heel turn, though. Really forced. Well, they had to because of... Really um, forced. Because um, of Mox. Yeah. John Mox, I know you're listening. Get well soon. A forced heel turn, yes, but he can do the heel. He the could. Goal. I mean, it, we, we've seen it. He's done it. Well, he can do it, so that's why they have faith in him enough this is, to, to this is, pull the trigger. Yeah, this is a different heel than the Planet's Champion because this is actually – he has the option and the, you know, the ability to be a full-blown heel now. Mm-hmm. He can do very heel shit, like non – you know, change a script and do this stuff where WWE yeah, remember it's not, he's it's not WWE eyes. Yeah. yeah, you know, he's not making a belt out of hemp in AEW. He's not talking about global warming in AEW. He's talking about why he's the best in the world, stealing a page out of CM Punk's book. But at the same time, he's proven it because he's putting the matches like he's been fa- he faced a whole fucking dark order in like four weeks, which is smart because you you know to. To get into the head of Adam Page, which he wants to do, he's going to slowly take out his friends one by one. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So he t- he took he literally kicked Colt Cabana's teeth out two weeks ago. The other day, he took out Allen Five Angels. He's going for John Silver this week. He took out... Um, who he, he beat another guy. Reynolds? Huh? Reynolds? Uh, no, I forgot who he beat the first time. What do you think of King Woods? Here comes G4's own King G4's Woods. G4's own King Woods. Like, what do you think of King Woods? No crown. I guess the king doesn't need a crown. Well, they broke it. I really hate how he holds the microphone, too, by the way. Yeah, he's been holding it the whole career like yeah, that. Yeah, I don't like that. I mean, you can't, can't change it now. Yeah, you, you know? really can't. Um, I actually like it. Kofi, there is no crown, yes, because they broke it. Yeah, so, like, Kofi had a kid, that. by the way. That's why Kofi's not here. Yeah, i seen that. Yeah, yeah he had a baby. Yeah. Good for him. No, but I mean, I think Daniel Bryan is going to establish himself... But again, Daniel Bryan, why did he go to AEW? He that went to kid, AEW. That King Woods action figure is going to be fire. Yeah, it's going to be too. good. Why, why did Why did Daniel Bryan go to AEW? Daniel Bryan went to AEW for three reasons. To One, wrestle. to wrestle. Number two, to work in Japan. Full and number time. three, the schedule. Mm-hmm. Right? Because he knew that the whole the whole New Japan open the full Britain door is there. That's why he wanted to go. The schedule is better for him. He just had him. an itch he wanted to scratch. So and I think, like, it. to me, watching him wrestle... It looks like he's having fun. Mm-hmm. Right? It looks Got like it. he's having fun. Got it. Oh, so I guess Kofi is back. Wow, that's funny. Oh, so Kofi faked the leg injury because of the, the birth of his daughter. Yeah. There you go. That's how you played him off. 
Which I didn't know uh, his wife was pregnant yeah. or anything. His so. third kid. Good for him. Good for you, brother. Yeah. Kofi Kingston. Keeps reinventing himself. Keeps himself yeah. relevant. He, you know, he, think- he stays in the loop. You know what I mean? Listen, it, it's he's, because of the new day. He's going to be there, right? He's Let's just say that. There. He's there. Like, Kofi Kingston, he's just going to be and there. And six years ago, about six, seven years ago now. He was never there. He was going to be fired. Yeah. All three of them knew it, and then this came about. Yeah, he Kofi's over to the point where he can, he can just be there and just stay mm-hmm. there. You know what I mean? There's not okay. Another example is Dolph Ziggler. Another example is The Miz. They're just gonna be there. You know what I mean? Like and you ev- have to have people like that. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that because AEW's got its people that will end up being like that. Yeah, and like, like it's funny because when I was reading people's comments I mean, about that's the all ro- what that's all dark is right. Yeah. God. <laughs> when I was reading people's comments about. The, the wrestlers that got released in the past three months and all this stuff. And everyone's like, how does Dolph Ziggler have a job? Have you watched Dolph Ziggler wrestle? He is very good in the he, ring. He's a monster. He, he yes, he's his, kind his of a facial, jobber. Yeah, his facial expressions, the actual ring work that he does. He's the best seller, I think, in WWE. Yeah. He can put anybody over. That's why he's, he's there. Michaels-esque in that, that in is why way he's of there. selling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That is why he's there. Everybody... You know, the the best parts of things are when everything comes together to, to make one thing. You know, as as chefs, you know, like we know recipe. that. Like a recipe, right. He's part of that recipe that makes WWE what it it's is. It's like a nice stew getting uh, formed together. Oh, yeah, but if you want to uh, speed it up a little bit, throw that bitch in a crock pot. You yeah, know I mean? you know what I mean? Like, like if you want to, like, to me, I don't think the WWE would have to speed up Dolph Ziggler's. Wow, that was a bad kick. You totally saw him not even come close to his face on that kick. Um, like kick in I, the corner? Yeah. No. Uh, Xavier threw a kick, and it was uh, really bad. Um, I don't think that the WWE needs to speed up Dolph Ziggler's ability to wrestle because, again, he is there to put people over. He's there to have the tag matches with Bobby Roode, to put a tag team over, to have a small feud, throw a little title here and there. You know what I mean? Dolph's going to be there, just like The Miz, right? The Miz, to me, looks like it's going to be Edge against The Miz. Maybe maybe it'll be a mixed tag match with Maurice and Beth Phoenix because when Alex let off the show with Beth Phoenix, you know, taking a leave of absence or leaving. She's leaving, period. She's leaving to spend time with her family, and, you know, maybe that means that she'll get the call-up, I guess you can say, to work with her husband. Okay, that's perfectly fine. Yeah, but, I mean, yeah. I hope All right, so, so this for is, a little bit. But. So this is a DQ, but 20 bucks says they make into a tag match after the break. After the break. Yeah. So do you, for the, for what the fan thinks, do you think that the Miz in Edge is a good feud to, to start? The Miz promo work can be fire. Because remember. The, he the, came back hot on Monday. He, I mean, no. and, and listen, the Miz the, doing his when he gets rolling again on the microphone, mm-hmm. going up against Edge, who seemingly never lost it and has always had it on the microphone. I, I'm I'm kind of tired of the you know, you I, know the, I, it, it's the, very over dramatic. I get the, it. I know where you're the going. Grit oh, like, don't say the G word. Like you know. I, I'm back for what I lost. Whatever. I get it. It, it is kind of the know. same shit, but. He always sells it. He gives you that passion. He puts it. He puts that feud from uh, from a seven. He brings it up to that nine and a half, ten. Yeah, mark. but I mean, is he overpassionate? Is it safe to say that wrestlers can be overpassionate? It's part of their job. I get. Is it though? Uh, you got to sell them. Yeah, you, like you know, like 
I, I feel like when Edge does his promos, it's like the first promo that NXT wrestlers do, and like in their class, it's like uh, where uh, it's my over whole the, over my the whole life I've been my fighting. Whole life, yeah, you know, I ever since I've been a kid, I've been bullied. You know, for the way I look or for the way I talk. You know what I mean? But I fought my way to the top. Did you take that class? Wow. That's no, great. I didn't. No, but I, I'm still trying to think of what my gimmick would be if I ever was a professional wrestler. Mm. You know, be, you know, imagine having like a chef gimmick. You know, like coming in the <laughs> like ring with fucking shit. Swedish chef. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like breaking out like a mandolin for something. Like, like your finishing holds like the mandolin where it's like a slice to somewhere. You know what I mean? Like a chop. Like a chop. You know what I mean? Like all your wrestling moves. Well, you're a moves. big dude, so the chop would be pretty good. You throw that hand. I was. Up. Uh, I'm. I'm going down. Oh yeah. Excuse me. Two. Pardon. I'm two fifty now. Oh fuck. I started at 407. Good. I'm at 250. Jesus. I think I can fit into a large T-shirt soon. Get it. Uh, next month, guys, time will be on 205 Live. I will be, yeah. Now, Charlotte's coming. I, get, I love Charlotte. Okay, I'm, this is... this is. Uh, Were the guys still in the ring? No, no, that was it. Oh, that was... Okay, That all was right, it. That, right. was so, that was so bad. What is she wearing this week? Ooh. Uh, Another, like, cat suit. I'm going to go with a six on this one. She got a lot of work done. That's all I got to say. Have you, yeah. Have you seen her old NXT stuff to now? Yeah. yeah she's got like, a lot of work done. She's a phenomenal shit. Tale of Two Charlottes. She, yeah, she's, she, she looks like she's 6'5", too, by the way. She's probably, what, 5'10", without heels? I think she's like 6'6", six, 6'1". Six, really? Yeah. So she's like a half an inch taller than me. They call that the Andre shot, by the way. Did you know that, that there's an actual shot? That they use in all of wrestling, you know, there's gorilla position. Where, yeah. So the Andre shot is from the from the floor, floor up. up. Yeah. Because that's how we. Did you hear what the Undertaker said? Yeah, he changed his Rushmore or something. No, not 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 this. Oh oh, about almost. Okay, let me get this off my chest because again, what storm the, warning for Charlotte Flair? I like that. Yeah. What the fans think? Ready? Undertaker will always be my favorite wrestler. Uh, if if anyone doesn't know me, I have the Undertaker tattoo on my arm, Paul Bearer. We done a, we did an hour and forty five minute monologue of the Undertaker. He was creaming his pants when the Undertaker was going against Bray Wyatt. You know what I mean? Like, uh, I can go on and on. But for the Undertaker to say that almost is going to be like the next Andre the Giant. Now the only words he seems to know how to say is uh, "This is my house." Yeah. If anybody hasn't watched the Andre the Giant documentary, that's perfectly fine. You should watch it on HBO. It's very good. You, but just just go on YouTube and type in Andre the Giant shoot interval uh, shoot um, interview interviews, and it's just mind boggling what the fans, I mean not the fans, what the wrestlers say about him. How he was just a larger-than-life presence and all this shit, and just he either the liked stories. you or he didn't. Yeah, he either liked you or didn't. You know what I mean? He played but cards with you, or he wanted no parts of you. There's no way on God's green earth, and there's no way that in the in the culture professional wrestling that a guy who I can see getting released tomorrow and nobody would care. Like almost, because if you think about it, the only reason why his, he's look, there is because of his size. Look. At the best example of this is Braun fucking Strowman. Okay, almost is a poor man's Braun Strowman. Almost got brought With in. No move set. Almost got brought in by AJ Styles. 
Bray Wyatt brought Brock uh, Braun Strowman in. Oh, is this a rinse and repeat sort of? Um, it is scenario here. You're going for just just. It's just a little bit different. Mm-hmm. I think Braun was a little bit better wrestler than Omos. But I can't even think in my mind to compare Andre the Giant and Omos together. You got to give me a lot more from Omos. You got to give me better ring set. You got to give me you got to just give me I'm trying to think I'm trying to like I mean demeanor, attitude, you know what I mean? Andre didn't have to talk. The most infamous Andre angle with Hogan was when he was on Piper's chain. pit, ripped the chain off of Hogan. Made him bleed. Yeah. Made him bleed. The crucifix fell. The blood's flowing. Andre's sweating like a whore in church. You know what I mean? I can't see that with Omos. I'm sorry. I just don't see it. I mean... And yeah. for anybody that does, I'm sorry, but you're out of your fucking mind. I'm not... I'm not saying i agree with you but also look at andre the giant didn't really have a moose at either he didn't he, he was just a big guy he didn't he was an attraction yeah that you know went over as an attraction because he's the he's the ninth he there. was the eighth wonder of the world yep he got heavier as every event went by yep one week he's 450 the next when hogan slammed him he was 702 pounds right you know what i mean but like i i just and I know Omos is green and young, but, like, you just don't see it. And for the WWE to, to kind of portray that, and for a legend who was going to get inducted the weekend of WrestleMania, The Undertaker, mm-hmm. to say that, I got to say, Undertaker, whatever you're smoking, it's probably really good shit down in Texas, but you're out of your fucking mind, dude. You know what I mean? That's the only thing bad I'll ever say about Mark Calloway is that. Because when I, when, I, when I heard him say that, I instantly just shot up and I was like, what did he just say? Did I just read that right? That's not my Undertaker. That's not. <laughs> by God, that's <laughs> not my. <laughs> you know what I mean? I just, I'm just sick of, I'm sick of the WWE trying to shove the giant down people's throats too. Braun Strowman didn't work. Veer is another one. Or is it Shanky? Which one? Veer? Right? All no. these vignettes we're getting? Shanky is the tall one. Okay. No, Shanky think lanky, and Veer is the one who's about to debut on Raw. Veer is the bigger one. He's the he's the heavy set yeah. one, but he's not. He's tall. He's like almost seven foot. Are you kidding me? Yeah, he's big dude. Veer, he's like six something. No, no, no. Shanky's the all crazy hair. The guy, that guy who probably shouldn't be wrestling either. One of them's a really big guy. Tall. Yes. That's Shanky. Okay, Shanky. So Shanky, they're Veer making. Veer is the the brick shit house guy. That's who's yeah. debuting on Raw. Okay. Well, the tall guy, right? Anytime, right. anytime they do vignettes, you know something's gonna happen. I mean, I can't say that because they did vignettes for everybody. Remember the Ascension vignettes and look where they went. But I mean, Oof. you know, I I don't. I think that Vince McMahon is just a little too delusional with the big guy scenario now. The big guy's always been there for him. He's always... I mean, Hulk Hogan is 6'6", big dude, Andre the Giant, yeah, Undertaker, big guy. Remember, he went through the small phase with, with Shawn Michaels and and Bret Hart. Well, not and, willingly, but yeah. Yeah, because there was no... I mean, he went back, he dialed it back up with Diesel, with Psycho Sid, Taker, Kane, you know, There's big always show. been some sort there, of presence. There, there's always big, been a presence, but... But to, to say that right now that Omos is like the fucking Andre the Giant of the WWE, like this this generation's Andre is really bad. 
That's a, those are big that's shoes a to fill. bad take. Yeah. And if anyone thinks it's a good take, you better fucking comment on this post or comment on this episode because I will go tooth and nail with you on that one. Like and subscribe. Like and subscribe. Thank you, everybody out there for that. So it looks like Charlotte is going to give going to give a promo right now about uh, Tony Storm, and that's a match we'll see at day one. Just setting it up needs a couple weeks to brew a little bit. Yeah, you know what I mean. There's probably a tag match between the two of them at yeah. some point. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. So, it you know when when we talk about a, a tag, right? Like we talk about tag stuff, tag team wrestling, right? In WWE. The Usos aren't going anywhere, but then on the other show, right, we still have RK, bro. Mm-hmm. So what does the fan think? The fan thinks that it's going to end soon yeah. or it's going to end, but it's probably going to. How do you see it ending? The ends are coming probably towards the end of this month going into day one. You think so? We're Why gonna, do you think that? We're going to find. I'll tell you. We're going to find out in the next couple weeks who the next champions will be mm-hmm. because they will step up. Yes, I know they've been doing stuff against the Dirty Dogs um, this past Monday. They just did. But we'll go and find out who the real tag team that's going to take this championship off of them is. Once we see that kind of like that formation go, then we'll start to see this kind of this turn. Mm-hmm. And I'm curious. Who's going to turn on who? I, that's where I was getting. It's funny you read my mind because I, I want to say it's going to be. It's not going to be Randy for once. I think it's going to be. Um, because heel, he can benefit from a it. A heel riddle. Because he can benefit from it. It looks really weird on paper. On paper, it does, but. Well, it's going to take a lot of convincing. Yeah. It will. Because. Because again, he plays the idiot who's always getting yelled at by Randy and, and blah, blah, blah. So, he plays the stoner well. Yeah. He I mean, plays the stoner uh, well. He's only dialing himself up to 11 because from what I heard, that's literally how he is. Yeah. Um, But I think by day one, that pay-per-view, we'll start to see that kind of – that element get in there where we're going to see that turn or, or there's dissension in the wings. Do you think it's going to blow off at WrestleMania? The way those two are going and how popular they are with the merch and all this stuff, I – can very well see that yeah. because they're going to need space fillers for that, two nights. That can be a WrestleMania match. Yep. Riddle against Randy Orton. We just don't do this because we like to do it. We do this because we know how to do it. Yeah. Talking about this because it, it, this is what's going to happen. It's going to happen. And like, I'm, uh, I'm excited about it because there's things that we can predict that it's like, okay, it's boring. Other things are like, okay, we want to see this. We know it's coming, so let's do it. Uh-huh. So now... Let me ask. Let me rewind what I said about AJ. Do you think Randy has one more run in him? Randy? Yeah. Absolutely. The way that guy works? 14-time champion. Do you think he'll get 16? <sighs> no. I don't think so. No. If Triple H didn't do it, Randy's not doing it. That's fair. That's I think good, that's, that's fair. Good I think that's fair. However, with everything going on now with Ric Flair and how they almost kind of want to write him off, I... I wouldn't be surprised mm. if somebody surpasses him just to get his daughter, that out. His daughter. Yeah. Well, we from day one we all said this about her. Mm-hmm. Once once she got to championship number five, then we were like, okay, they're just padding the stats and they're kind of trying to get to that for her. So. Oh, she she, she got just Charlotte got pied. Back. Yeah. Tony Storm just pied Charlotte. <laughs> 
Tony Storm place. really did lose a lot she of She did. I told you she did. Oh, my God. You didn't believe me. I told you she oh, did. Oh, no, dude. Hell, yeah. She lost a lot of weight. I don't know. She lost that thick. She dropped, I would say, 15. She's gorgeous. She's still got that butt, though. All yeah. the memes last week, the browser meme came up when I was. Oh, yeah. there's good, and we'll probably see we'll that. We'll see that one, one there right now, next to Andrade's face or something. Which they don't follow each other on social anymore. Yeah, which they probably shouldn't. Why for though? them? I think it's better. I mean, I hope they're still together. Yeah, yeah, no, no I, I, I wasn't saying that. I'm just saying it's just probably for the best. Mm-hmm. Now we're gonna have a, a Sheamus and Rich uh, Cesaro thing going on. Bring back the bar. Bring back the fucking bar. They're the best tag team in a long time. <laughs> Hot take. I believe that one. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. Five, five time champion? Five time champion? Five or six. Between both brands? Yeah, but but they fought seven times before that in seven epic matches. And that and let's go back to that really quick because that was like very um, underrated. How Fuck that came yeah. about when Mick was the GM and he put them all together and you think you're going to get somebody winning and it just goes into a draw and then they become a tag team and then just become these great champions. Cesaro for Sheamus now. Yeah. But the bar. But they ha- they, I don't think they've mentioned it either in a while. Uh, we don't have the audio on for SmackDown, but so I don't know what they're saying, but I don't really think that they've kind of touched upon the fact that they've been a part of the bar. But like, I kind of feel like the bar gets swept under the rug a little bit. All the time. All the time. Usos. New Day. The bar was right there, putting both the of bar, those guys over. The bar beat the New Day, but the New Day was like over a year champion. I yeah. remember. Yep. And the thing that, I think they like shook hands after that, but like. Yeah, and remember before that it was Cesaro and um. Uh, Tyson Kidd. Tyson Kidd. Yeah. They Cesaro didn't and have Tyson a, Kidd. They didn't have a tag team name, but they were they were pretty fucking good too, man. They were very good too, but like, that's the thing that. I mean, I can't get mad at anybody about this. Maybe I'll just get mad about this in general but i think when people talk about tag Ooh, teams that on tonight it's always sunny uh is that on fridays i don't watch it's always sunny i'm not too sure oh it was on last night Fuck, I missed it. you don't watch it's always sunny yeah i told you i watched seinfeld all right i'll go back and watch seinfeld which i'm starting to do you go back to all um these 15 seasons these. yeah they're the longest um running sitcom now oh really mm-hmm. what about the simpsons Live action, I oh, guess they okay. call it. Yeah. yeah. So w- w- what's really funny is like when when wrestling fans talk about you know the best tag teams in the last uh, what do you want to say five years, right? Let's say five years. Everyone's gonna say, "Oh man, the New Day." Yeah. You're gonna say, "Oh man, the Usos." Yeah. yeah. Here's my hot take. I'm putting the bar over them. Doesn't matter about the amount of times you were champion. If I'm looking at wrestling, because remember, what does the fan think of wrestling? Yeah, I don't. I don't Why know if do you I watch would, wrestling? That is a hot take because I wouldn't put them over them. I would put them in the same, like. If I'm watching wrestling, you know, one I would, through five sort of thing. I would rather watch the same. I said. No, I meant to say. I almost said. Shazaro. Shazam. Like Cesaro, that could have been. Uh, I I would rather watch Sheamus and Cesaro wrestle than those other two tag teams. But here's the thing, Here's the other thing. Obviously, I got to put one of those other tag teams against them in a match. Right. Right. So you know who I'm taking? I'm taking Usos versus The Bar all day, 
all day. <laughs> oh, I all day. I don't I don't need to see the the new day stomp in the corner. I don't need to see that. You know what I mean? But, I mean maybe with Biggie, but I Not mean the unicorn stampede. Yeah, the unicorn stomp. But like Cesaro and Sheamus just beat the shit out of you. Okay. Yeah. They had such good chemistry as a tag team, and they took it away from us. They took it away from us. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They had a great fucking run, you know? And, like, this is when you had tag teams like Enzo and Newt and Cass, and you had the Vaughn Villains, and you had, you know, the Wyatt know family when it was with uh, Bray Wyatt and Randy Orton for that weird time. You had, the, you had the Hardy Boys come back. You had the fucking Ascension there. You know what I mean? But... Cesaro and Sheamus, they, they kind of got lost in the sauce a little bit when you talk about greatest tag teams in the past five years. Yeah. Like, what was... Remember that thing that we talked about, the greatest tag teams of all time, New Day was one? Like, come on. Really? Really? You're going to put the New Day one over Legion of Doom? Come on. Come on. A, a lot of that's propaganda. It is. You know, it's, like, it, it's, all it's, of it's propaganda. It's propaganda city. You know what I mean? New... Legion or LOD pop, Legion of Doom pop, you know what I mean? Is this a ricochet vignette? Wow. That's good news. That's good news. For who? For me? For Ricochet, yeah, and for your boy. I can see Ricochet being the Intercontinental Champion. Imagine he actually joined the Hurt business. Like you, uh, I thought he should have. Yeah. That was insane, that jump a couple Oh, he's so ago. good. Jesus he's so Christ. talented, man. I think he's a great Thank fucking... Thank God they gave him a vignette. I like this. This is great. This is awesome. Hell yeah. I like All right. that. I like this. I like this that ricochet this vignette. Is this is... This is this, this is, is news. This is... Guys. This is something. This is something that we've seen. We're seeing the dead come alive. <laughs> he ba- he, he buried him. himself. He buried himself. Twice. He it out. This is another guy. You know Cesaro. how he clawed out of that burial that he did to himself? Yeah. Uh, Kill Bill style. Yeah. He's coming back from the dead. This is going to be a banger of a match, i got to say. These two bruises, but it's going to end up with Rich Holland getting involved somehow. Can we do the UFO again? You think no. they just let him do it that one time yeah, just to please the it. fans that just came back for WrestleMania this year? Yeah. yeah. Uh, He's going to do the swing. Yeah, that's a no-brainer. That's a no-brainer. Cesaro's another guy who's just going to be there. Right? Remember we talked about that before with Dolph Ziggler and uh, Kevin Owens? Mm-hmm. Remember, remember Cesaro when he first debuted? United States champion, Oksana, was his manager. He was... Well, he's Antonio Cesaro. He was Antonio Cesaro. Oh, you know, oh go ahead. Go ahead, no, point. go ahead. No, no, no go I'm ahead. So, I'm just saying. I'm, I'm reading something here. Go ahead. What are you reading? Um, Remember we were just talking about Charlotte and Andrade? Yeah. They did break up. Did they really? Yeah, I'm reading an article right now that was posted today. So, yep. We're, uh... What happened? Savant. Uh, I don't know. It's kind of TLDR. Too long. Didn't read. So, Charlotte's back on the market. There you go. Tell your dad. <laughs> In the words of Lloyd Christmas, so you're saying so there's, there's a, a chance. chance. <clears throat> so... Yeah, I mean, you know, what does the fan really want? You know, what what do what do you want? I mean, anything that you want as the fan, comment on us. I want to give a shout out to uh, a couple people, Franco and my brother in law, who like the Spotify yeah, rap thing. I've seen that. Yep. So yeah, you know, everybody posts theirs every. Every year. everybody posts theirs, and you know, we have had you know the the honor and the privilege of being 
people's top podcasts to listen to and that's really cool to really think about you know what i mean yeah it's cool to say that a year ago like we weren't thinking about stuff like this and now we get to see it yeah you know and people that stuck with us since day one you know what i mean thank you and we we the ones we the ones and you know for you (laughs) i'll just put the one up in the air and like like for people to actually follow and you know enjoy the product uh, we really appreciate that so thank you um that's all i can say about that yeah man thank you uh thanks franco um i don't know your brother-in-law but anthony. i do know franco yeah yep, anthony yeah who just got a whole bunch of tattoos or just got yeah tattoos yeah he's getting sleeved up yeah he's getting sleeved up doing and, uh, doing some really good work up there um at his uh restaurant yeah there. yeah my brother-in-law is a phenomenal chef he was on chopped um you know he's a phenomenal cook and he's doing um we should we should travel up there, you and I, and just do a guest spot one night. Yeah, he's uh, he's at Cunard Tavern in East Boston. If anybody out there is going to East Boston, check out Cunard Tavern. He Does he have the really accent? Cool. Yeah, he's, 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 he was born in East Boston, oh, grew up out. in East Boston. Right. You know what I mean? No, not but he, not he's West doing Newberry, a, Massachusetts. No, right? no, he, he doesn't wear jorts either, but... Uh, <laughs> No, but he's doing um he's doing like this donut thing with his business with the business partner or, like the guy that owns the restaurant that he's opening like a donut place and he's been doing that and he was spinning dough at some pe- at the guy's pizza joint the other night so I mean you know check him out my brother-in-law Chef Anthony Pino on uh, Instagram he uh he loves wrestling and Marvel shit and tattoos and he's a cool guy so if you ever come down here and you have some money we're the three of us can get together and do a um, chef theme wrestling I, I wanna, restaurant. I want to bring him onto an episode because he 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 likes wrestling a lot. So yeah, he can he be, can call in on the guest spot. You know, he can be on the, maybe on even on a Zoom. You know what I mean? Maybe he'll be one of our live uh, live callers. Yeah, yeah, if you, if you, you know let him mean? know ahead and, of time. And, and also Franco. I mean, you know, Franco is another great fan because he messages us on on um he gives us feedback he gives us feedback on social media and like he gets excited and you know he uh he's a great fan of the show so i mean franco anytime that you want and also another one anthony ferretti thank you so much to you guys mm-hmm. anthony ferretti's another one who messages us on instagram constantly constantly about his opinion and you know that's what the fans want you know so i'll leave it just at that just banter guys like just banter. to use tom's word just banter we're just, just- we're just two wrestling fans that like to banter about what the fan wants. That's it. And on that note, uh, remember, you can follow Sons of Flip Radio wherever you get your podcast. Uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podbean. That was a five-fucking-minute match between Sheamus and Cesaro. That's fast. That was, that was a clean finish, too. Clean finish, too. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podbean, and Amazon Music. Uh, we are available anywhere you want. We have shirts for sale. Remember, they're great stocking stuffers. Anybody who works for professional podcasting groups like uh, The Ringer and stuff like that, give us a call. Yeah, give us a call. If you want to well, buy a let's shirt. Let's monetize this, bitch. Listen, if you need uh, a shirt to kids. wear. Tom's got kids on the way. Yeah, I got a kid <laughs> on the way. Daycare is expensive. Yeah, if, 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 if you want to give someone a white elephant gift or a stocking stuffer, and it's like, oh, what's Sunset Flip Radio? Well, it's, you know, it's funny you say that. It's one of the greatest wrestling podcasts in the world. Uh, we have shirts for sale. You can DM us on social media, on Instagram, at Sunset Flip Radio. About inquiring about a shirt, you can message us on Facebook, at Sunset Flip Radio. That's it. Like we're I said last Twitter, week, at I, think, Flip Radio. I think we're going to just start um, giving... Uh as white elephant gets the, the shirts out yeah. at this point. It's like everybody, we're so, going to be Oprah. So if you see a homeless guy 
anywhere in New Jersey wearing a Sunset Flip radio yeah, shirt. Yeah, wearing our Sunset Flip radio shirt as if he's wearing, like, a flannel shirt over yeah. his jeans. <laughs> like, a la 1994 Seattle's grunge scene. Yeah. Then, uh, you know, it's from your boys. It's from your boys on the flip. Um, as always, you can email us at... SunsetFlipPodcast at gmail.com. Uh, before we end the show, though, I just want to say that I'm very excited for War Games this uh, this weekend. War Games. I'm excited uh, to see NXT past, present, and maybe even some future. Maybe we'll get a couple of vignettes or whatever. And hopefully not future Endeavor people. No, but, no, you know, no, yeah. no, no. I can't, I can't take I, any I'll more be loss. very interested. So we're going to be coming back to you as always. Next week, we get a brand new episode. Get our opinion on NXT War Games. Get our opinion on the week in wrestling. Maybe we'll do a little fan interaction where you, the fan, can determine what we talk about. Hence, a.k.a. the satchel. So uh, remember, always check us out on social media. Follow us, like us, enjoy the content. 88 episodes in. And for the 88th time, I am wow, your co-host, man. the $100 man, <laughs> Thomas Lisi. Always join with... The most handsome dad in the room slash my Puerto Rican prince, Mr. Alex Drayton. Jeez. <laughs> I'll drop the monograph to one episode. It doesn't flow as as well as the most handsome dad in the room. But... Yeah, it's hard to live up by. I don't speak Spanish enough. Yeah. Like, oh, fuck. <laughs> Send me a Rosetta Stone, You might as guys, well be speaking Spanish. <laughs> do you remember? Baxter, you know I don't speak do you, Spanish. Do you remember, you remember that, that was the episode when, uh, when Jeff was talking about, I don't even know who Bad Bunny is. And I said, <laughs> yes. he's a Latin rapper. He's like, I'm sticking with I don't know who he is. And Alex goes, you might as well be speaking Spanish. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, as always, peace, love, and wrestling. And we will see you next week on Sunset Flip Radio. You're...